you've taken your first step into a larger world. The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker. Now, here are your hosts, Calvin, Andy, and Wyatt. Hello there. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a chronological journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker, one arc at a time. I'm Calvin. I have seen a lot of Star Wars. I'm Wyatt. I've seen Star Wars not an hour ago. Once again, I lost track of days during the week to do. I thought we were recording yesterday and then I forgot today was Thursday. It's been a mess. And I'm Andy. I've seen some Star Wars and I actually today fell asleep watching Star Wars, woke up, realized I was too far along and like made a mad dash from my remote to like mute <laughs> it. I was like, We've no. all done that. We've all done that when binging a series. Well, and you congrats, but- Andy. You're now halfway through Bad Batch. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be. I want there to be more. And hopefully there will be. There's at least one more. There's half this season and at least one more season coming. So today I was thinking, guys, I feel like we need to collab on this one because I'm not sure what he would get. But I really want to do Cad Bane's drink. <laughs> okay. Right? Cad yeah. Bane at Starbucks. So like, let's visualize this. Cat, it's he's, he's mean, there. He's, he's there. He's black coffee. I think. No, well, he gets he gets a red eye. He wants like, oh yeah, he gets a red eye, but he's like put the grounds in. <laughs> the I need he crunches so he crunch him up. I can chew. He, he crunches him up with his horrifying sharp teeth. Yeah. He like spits it out like but the live That's why his teeth are that color. Yeah. <laughs> horrifying. Well, that did not take long. I think that's good. A red well, eye. He definitely, no, they have them put like the espresso puck in there. It depends on what kind of day he's having. He either holds up the store for it or he pays very politely and leaves. No, I feel like he like throws the the the, the money on the counter and goes, keep the change. And then walks away. <laughs> yeah, he's got a and like the same thing happens as in this episode. Same music, yeah. like opens the door. Western music kicks no, he's in. He's just got the orchestra following him. <laughs> mariachi band yeah guys i don't know what it is but cad bane's looking good in these episodes oh, not, yeah. not in he, like a sexy way but like kind of no, in a just, sexy way when they revealed him he's just standing there like an absolute chad having done mass yeah. murder like co- cooks hunter both verbally and in the draw he's clearly the most competent villain we've seen so far which is also funny because not five minutes earlier crosshair got cooked yeah like he got his face blasted off <laughs> your crosshair is now well done <sighs> yeah all right Jose. before before we get to that there are a couple of other things that we have to do this week on first steps a star wars podcast <laughs> we watched the bad batch season one episodes six seven and eight decommissioned battle scars and reunion yeah, y'all. Hold on. I actually got to pull up Disney Plus real quick. What the fuck were these episodes De- about? Decommissioned was Trace and Rafa. <gasps> oh, oh, you're so right. Yeah. Sorry, I probably just. So, yeah, in Decommissioned, right. they infiltrate the um, old <laughs> droid doing the recap, factory. Andy. He was going to And they tell run you. into Trace and Rafa. Right. And at the end, they give the tactical droid information to Trace and Rafa, and Trace and Rafa, like, contact Rex. And so. then Rex shows up, which was much sooner than I thought he was going to. But that yeah. was 
great. Agreed. And he's like, hey, get your get your chips out. I, I can't but do before that, that happened. Yeah, sorry. They ran into Trace and Rafa. <laughs> do your do your thing. I did we, my thing. We, oh yeah, are we discussing this episode more? now? Are we done? Is it just the one? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, so, a lot happens in this episode, but like in a lot of small moments. That's it. This yeah. episode is just like a lot of action. They're doing this a sid. A, it's a lot battle. of action, and it's cool. Sid mission. Sid sidchen. In sidchen. No, yeah. but it's like There's mission, here. but a Sid mission. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sitchin? and I like it. We, you mentioned it's a lot of action, but all the set pieces in this episode are great. It's sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can get Foundry's lost. Great. Well, yeah, no, it's you not a droid foundry, but droid, you know, dismantling plant. Yeah. And they're using the same sound effects from the droid factory from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. But so like they've you you can really see how the animation has is helping them tell stories because like everything's got weight. When, when it starts falling down and characters are moving, they don't feel weightless in the way that it's hard to it's hard to capture in 3D animation. I'm going to go nuts about pointing it out when we get to Rebels, but that had a much lower budget. So it's really I like I had so much fun with this episode. I, I hadn't seen it since it aired last year and I forgot how much just <laughs> the like video game esque who's got the MacGuffin chase where they've just. Yeah bouncing around this guy's head i am a trace and rafa episodes defender of clone in the clone wars episodes but they're this they're is just so, so much better so much here. better yeah they I mean like they clearly cracked a bar how to write was them. set by clone wars no matter what opinion you have there where yeah. that bar is but like the bar for them in bad batch is so Graced. much higher totally agree yeah Absolutely. especially for rafa. i want them back it was so nice to I saw Rafa and I was like, oh, hot lady. And then I was like, that's my hot lady. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see them again. I was literally losing my mind. Well, I also like didn't believe it at first. I was like, am I tripping balls? Like, there's no way. But it did. Yeah, you yes, did. You way. went full Beyonce meme in the group chat. <laughs> you were like, oh, Trace and Rafa? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is not true. But it was true. It was great. They. It really it's so cool because there hasn't we we know that like the world has changed significantly and as a result these characters have changed significantly they feel yep. it in the water they feel it in the earth they smell it in the air yeah but like much that once was is now lost thank you Galadriel. for none now live who remember it <laughs> well, i'm so, so sorry i had to <laughs> no you're but you're right for those who notice it for those who are already equipped to notice it like the bad batch cut I almost said an episode we haven't watched yet. And, and oh, the Martez Andy, sisters, like they, the next episodes that they, we watch. they're aware that something's changed with the Empire and it's not just a renamed Republic. They know mm -hmm. something's different. I also, it's not really discussed, but Trace and Rafa, when we left them last, were based out of Coruscant. And <laughs> the Jedi Temple burned on Coruscant. And so, like, I think them, with their experience with Ahsoka, that, like, I really want to know what the the average Coruscant person thought when it burned down and or they put the fire out eventually. But <laughs> well, yeah, but like looking at the flames or hearing about it on the news, like what was yeah. the propaganda at the time like too? Well, they, they say I mean, it was Jedi tried <clears throat> to assassinate Palpatine, and overthrow the government, but still like, yes, but I do want to see like the literal headlines and stuff. I, I want to see yeah. the news reports. Do you have Calvin? Have you ever like seen the Star Wars propaganda book that they put out a couple years ago? No. I think you'd like it. Pablo Hidalgo wrote it. It's like all in universe. Ooh. I don't know where to get it, but I think you would enjoy it. Okay, I might do some Googling. <laughs> 
Yeah, but back all right, back to the episode. Andy, did you notice the droid at the end? The their droid who their droid was? I didn't. Uh so Calvin and I had a discussion about this. It's it's R7 from the Clone Wars finale, who was scavenged. Uh, that was Ahsoka's droid who yeah, helped. Yeah, Ahsoka's yeah, droid. droid who was shot and scavenged at the end of the episode. So that was the sort of hint when it aired live that they were working with either Ahsoka or Rex. And yeah. we, we get we we find out that it's Rex. That was the real Beyonce meme moment for Andy. Yeah. They were like, Rex, 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 Rex. I, yeah. well, returning to decommissioned before we go on to the 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 good, good Rex content. I I really liked the way that Hunter and Rafa interacted as the sort of respective mom and dad of the group. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that like people who are not enlightened will ship them and people who are enlightened will recognize that it's a WLW MLM hostility. Like they <laughs> fucking hate each other and it's great. I'm obsessed with that. That's so accurate. I also just want to point out how Sid was so baller in the beginning of this episode um, with, uh, I almost called her Ahsoka, oh my god, with um, Omega, like, she's, she's, with the bow, yeah. her little bow, and then Sid is like, hey, give me, and it just goes boom, 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 like, one after the other and hits bullseyes. That was such a fucking dope moment. I like Sid so much. I hope they she's don't really just, like, fun. I, I'm so worried that, you know, we're gonna lose the plot and Sid is no longer going to be a part of the story but I really like her and I hope she's always here she's great yeah I love how much of an old lady voice they gave her like the voice actress is perfect um because she's sort of mean and gravelly enough to put the power behind it but she also just kind of sounds like a grandma so it's a little deceptive and then when they have her do stuff like that where she's like clearly a sharpshooter and is not to be fucked with if you're against her. And that I found really interesting for kind of a, she just, she's a, she's an underworld figure, but she just owns a bar in a town on a planet. She's not like one of the huts, but it's, it's a, it's a really, it's good flavor for the world that they're building. And actually speaking of that, the two idiots they have in that are the bar regulars that are never like, they are yeah. always in the bar. I, I didn't realize I, that they were like the same people the until same I was people. watching episodes back to back, but yeah, I, they're, they, it's they're just hilarious. The two, it's just the same two guys. And it's not, it's clearly not budget restraints. Like it is in sometimes in star Wars animation. They're just like committed to these guys being just like horrendous alcoholics, random, <laughs> random alcoholic comic and, relief. and gambling addicts too. I yeah. think they're just betting on a Omega's accuracy <laughs> and ruining her training. Yeah. Great episode. I loved love the it, echo love joke. It. Yo, the echo joke is the funniest thing. That's one top tier Star Wars joke. Yeah. I feel like they don't make fun of him enough for it. Yeah. They made fun of him in the very first episode and then everyone got used to his name. And also he was really only seen around fives after that. And fives and echo had like the biggest bromance in Star Wars. Yeah. I miss fives. They talked about him in. um, um, Yeah. Battle scars. I will. uh, We'll get to that. (sighs) Silent. Sad little yeehaw for my boy. I do think it's got to be a blunder on te- tech to have not copied the tactical droid data before Hunter gave it away. Yeah, but still. Although very, very good omens moment implied. You gave it away? <laughs> oh, I love that gay little show. I, I do think also, like Andy said, they they wanted to yeah, see more to of the Martez sisters. Show. <laughs> Definitely going to see more of them. I have to believe. Like, yeah, 
And also, I like... More of Rafa and Trace? Yeah, because they're implied to be mixed up in whatever Rex is mixed up in with. And, yeah. like, even though Hunter turns him down, that, I feel like, is a dangling plot thread just waiting to be peeked at again. What if Watch they show the up in The Mandalorian? Plot. That would be wild. But that's way, way, way the hell down the line. Yeah. So I do like that Clone Wars season. It like the connectivity of Clone Wars season seven to this show is really nice with Trace and Rafa, as well as the Bad Batch episodes. It makes me feel like the arcs they picked matter, not just to because they they matter overall. Like we talked about how they the the Martez sisters arc initially is really big for Ahsoka to get to where she is at the end of the show. but. It's really fun to just see that not only did the character development matter for Ahsoka, but Ahsoka's influence on the Martez sisters means they're out there doing good at a time when barely anybody is. There's no rebellion in the galaxy, even though we're, see we're we've basically seen all of it. It's the eternal fighter Saw Gerrera, Trace and Rafa in their ship, and Captain Rex. That's yeah. it. And Bail Organa even though he knows about the atrocities of the empire is too busy raising a newborn right now. Right. I was like, who? No, I was like, who are you fucking talking about? Why? What child? Did he have a kid? I'm like, no, you're so dumb. You dumb bitch. Did you forget everything you learned? <laughs> it's Leia. Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Figure it out. But yeah, so now on to battle scars. Andy, you can gush about Rex. I'm blue. I swear to God, they've changed the music in his reveal scene. I thought it was different. I'm well, so like since I I feel like I'm going nuts. I know it's different on the soundtrack, but it might just be that I they released an alternate version of it. But I felt like I I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone briefly. But I do think his reveal is very fun. It's it's not that it's not that deep, but it is. It's always good to see like the the dramatic reveal of who's under the hood. Yeah, not to talk about Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings again, but he gave me very much Strider vibes. Oh, definitely. Dave Filoni isn't as hands on with this series as he was with others, but he is a noted and massive Lord of the Rings fan. (laughs) And I would this that that is definitely an intentional homage, I would bet. Because he is the sort of he is. If the Bad Batch are the hobbits in at this point in the story, he's Strider. Like he provides them guidance. He advances makes, their journey the next level. It just makes me so happy, like looking at them together. And I feel like it was kind of perfect how they gave us that moment of like, oh damn, we just missed him when he had visited Cut. So it's like very nice to see him. I kind of I feel like I brought this up, but I've been feeling a little antsy about the inhibitor tri- chips. So I'm glad <laughs> that Rex showed up to be like, hey, hey, because obviously weird shit's been going on yeah. with Wrecker because he kept decommissioned. Having a he had the he said it finally. He said good soldiers follow orders. Yeah. So it was. And obviously we see that come into fruition in this episode, right? Because he he pops off. Yeah, he menaces Omega. That feels yeah. really, really bad about it. Yeah, it's crazy. That is such an insane fucking. Oh, 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 okay. Actually, <laughs> sorry. Let's back up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Wrecker and and fucking Omega. Did I call her Ahsoka? No. Did no, I? No, you just you, no, you did okay. it once and now you're in your own head. <laughs> I keep thinking I'm calling her the wrong name. No. Um that them going and getting like a little snack together like having their own sort of 
mission, you know, post-mission ritual is so fucking cute. Yeah. And then the fact that, like, he attacked her and, like, all this shit well, went The best down. part of their t- post-mission tradition is that they are getting themselves hilariously in debt because they cannot stop <laughs> buying space kettle corn. And then they just keep fucking charging it to Sid's tap. Like, yeah. that's so silly. She said silly. 14. So they've gone on... So they've gone on seven missions that we didn't see. Yeah. It seems. Or they're just been buying it every chance they get. <laughs> they're like, mm, today was a mission. No. So it's really cute that, you know, I feel like that moment at the end where like, obviously, um, Wrecker is feeling not so great about attacking Omega and his fam. And the fact that she's like, here's the candy to like make up for it. So heartwarming, so perfect, such a good little family moment. I love them so fucking much. So yeah, we can go back to talking about Rex, but I just feel like yeah. it would be such a such a tragedy if we didn't mention how cute they are. Yeah, um, Rex gets a lot in this episode because he's the guest star, but it really is about Wrecker and Omega. And then the batch, the rest of the batch is there, but Wrecker's the one who's the weird. He's being the weirdest about the inhibitor chips because it seems like he hates doctors. <laughs> it might just be that he hates tech, but uh, I mean, I always kind of read it as he is was in his inhibitor chip. Like that's true. Awful. That is also true. I do not want to be leaving this body. Signals that was poorly yeah. phrased, but you know what I mean. No, I I hadn't really thought of it that way because he's been established as hating whenever tech does like patch up on him he got shot again too he got shot in the same place yeah i mean he's in, been, in I mean, decommissioned we've been he's been racking up head injuries that's and yeah he got an, he got all the head injuries i love also that this was something i noticed in the clone wars finale and knew had to be intentional which was reconfirmed is that the first thing he does when he his chip kicks in is he puts on his helmet because the initial kick in of the chip means you you become a stormtrooper essentially crosshair is the only one who really spends any significant time while under the influence of the chip without his helmet on um and that's because he's sort of in the second stage of its activation i really loved this episode i really love rex and i think the really cool thing about this episode for rex is not necessarily like what he does in this episode but kind of what it implies because what it implies at least to me is that there is more to his story you know, because it yep. wasn't it wasn't he didn't just and that's and I think that's why we're probably going to see Rafa and Trace again in the future as well. They're introducing these characters. I mean, not cut. I think like we we kind of know what's going on with cut. I don't think we're going to see him again. If we do, great. But I don't think we're going to. He, he's had a satisfying conclusion. The only the only yeah. way I think we will see cut again is if the finale of this show is at least Hunter and Omega retiring to the farm with him. Yeah, which doubtful, but you know, but they have introduced Rex. They've introduced that he is working on, you know, anti-Empire shit. He's he's a part of the, I don't know, the rebellion, whatever. Trace and Rafa are working with him. And so I don't know, like that. So this could be a part of like, this could be where Bad Batch is headed. This could be like a... You know, Bad Batch is headed towards working with him. But at the same time, they mention, I think it might be in the next episode, they say something where they're like, oh, we could have gone with, we could have gone with Rex. Yeah, they could yeah. have. And Hunter like also, turns him yeah. down. And Hunter Hunter says, 
our paths are, he says something about their paths, like our paths are headed in different ways. And I think that that kind of implies that, that there is something else going on with Rex and that we that will be followed up in something else. Yeah, I agree. I think that Brad Batch is definitely not through dangling its Rex plot threads. And yeah. I I think Calvin and I are both on the same side where neither of us really want an Ahsoka appearance, but the way they've set this up does make sense that she may show up. We there her novel, there's a novel called Star Wars Ahsoka that details what she did after Order 66. But Bad Batch has already shown that it's it, it the first episode with uh the Padawan on collar retconned a comic that I can't tell you the name of, but let's just Let's just say it 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 changed the story a little bit without completely erasing it. And I would not be shocked if if Bad Batch w- is willing to do a similar thing with Ahsoka. I want her deep in hiding, though. Rex is presumed dead by the Empire. He he can exist as a clone in the galaxy because who's going to who really is going to look at an, just another clone? He's he's sort of coasting on that right now. But Ahsoka is is not only a Jedi, but she was Anakin Skywalker and now Darth Vader's Padawan. She is definitely, if not public enemy number one, even if she's presumed dead, like she needs to go to ground. And I also like that Rex pointedly does not say she survived. He never specifies really anything about the Clone Wars finale. He references it and we go, ah, I watched that. But (laughs) for the Bad Batch, they didn't watch the Clone Wars finale. They were busy. So... I like that Rex is keeping I like that Rex is keeping secrets, even though he do, he trusts them because he knows like he knows what world they're in now. Well, what I think and it's also to keep them safe, like the less they know, the better for them. But also but also I really do think like I would not be surprised if they were like, we're going to release a little Rex movie or something. Yeah, if, if they've if they're and then they're definitely he's definitely going to come back. He's definitely going to be a part of Bad Batch, but this so heavily feels like they're, I don't know how, to, it, it feels like a cameo from a different, it feels like a crossover episode. Yeah, it's almost, it's sort of like the reverse of what the, like, it's like Bad Batch on Clone Wars, where it's like, you guys are not really from this world, but you kind of seem like you're being set up as main characters. Um, yeah. I, I, I will say. Some of my Rex opinions on this episode cannot be said because of spoilers. I I was not particularly in favor of having him in the series because I kind of like the idea that him and Ahsoka really didn't know what to do after the war, after the war ended. And I know time has passed, but I I kind of it's still a little iffy for me to have him so quickly back in sort of the in the fight but i like i like the way they framed it is that he's not he does not think he's rebelling against like he he's not rebelling against the empire in the way that we're going to see later he says he's defending the republic and i really like that yeah i also i i like i mean i i can't really like speak to that as much because i don't have like the perspective of the future but sure <laughs> I, I think I, I like that Rex isn't going to be a main player in Bad Batch. I like that Agreed. he's kind of he showed up that he's hanging out and that and I like that Hunter doesn't go with him. I like yeah. that. And th- and that's why I think it would be really cool to have like 
wrecks the movie because we also don't get enough of him in Clone Wars, I feel like. Like, even though he is a main yeah. character. His episodes like, overall, are just so stand out. But he doesn't actually have that many of them. He does from not deserter have to Umbara. There's not a Rex character episode. He's he gets great moments along the way, but he gets basically he gets the deserter. He gets Umbara. He sort of gets the fives arc, and then he gets the finale. Yeah, and and so he's he feels yeah he deserves more. He deserves a movie or like a mini series. <laughs> I don't think like a full ass show. Um, but I, I liked this appearance. It made me feel good. I feel like it's, you know, checking in on the characters that we love is nice. And it was also just like, that's my boy. These are my boys, my babies, my clones. I, I These also are all do my like, clones. I do like that he leaves just to go. He's like, oh, they'll be fine. And then shit immediately hits the fan next episode. Re- so do we want to talk about now it's reunion, right? Yeah, reunion. Yeah. Oh, before we get to reunion, though, we what it so. This planet that they're on is Braca, which Calvin can say uh, a little I mean, bit more I about. I wasn't going to bring this up because oh. this doesn't technically happen for a couple of years, but I mean. Oh, just it's a planet that was introduced and featured in Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. And it's a really, really cool environment. Just I love the idea of a literal graveyard of the Clone Wars, seeing all the ships there <clears throat> and yeah. Rex Rex. After Omega's pointed out that he's an old clone, which is just such a kid thing to say, is you look old, Grandpa, basically. And that Rex points out that they are on a ship that's from the very beginning of the war as well. I just like those little details to point out that like we're not we're not in Kansas anymore. That era is over and everyone has to figure out what to do in the new new world. I think the thing, too, that like pointing those things out, I we lived the Clone Wars with them. You know what I mean? Like, they are so heavily, like, affected by... And it's crazy to think that, like, we were there for every step, you know? I don't know. I'd just be thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and I think stuff like that and, like, having this sort of... I don't know. Not that I fought in the Clone Wars, obviously, but I feel like <laughs> I feel I feel that feeling of like, I don't know what to do with myself that the war is over. <laughs> well, and and who am I without Clone Wars? And the effects of the Clone Wars will be so important to certainly this era. But like, basically, I mean, this solo isn't really affected by it, but this Kenobi Rebels Rogue One, the original trilogy, all informed by what happened during the Clone Wars. And the prequels, like, but that era, the the literal event, the Clone Wars is so important. And I that's that's why it's so fun to go through it this way, because when we get to stuff later, there's still going to be things that ripple forward from decisions and events that happened that we saw during the Clone Wars. Now we get the the second, actually, no, the third Clone Wars cameo in three episodes in the next episode with Cad Bane. So silly. This was a perfect choice. This yeah. was such a good choice of a character. Like, yeah, of course I'm happy. And like, yes, I think Trace and Rafa were a, a good choice. And like, of course, Rex. But like having like Cad Bane in this. Yeah. Excellent. The, the, so the, good. The bounty hunters thing being like. How, first having the bounty hunters introduced with Fennec Shand who is a character who reappears in live action later down the line. We see her as a young gun, literally like the Kaminoans hired a cheap bounty hunter, it seems like. 
uh, an up and comer. And then when that doesn't work, they get the guy. Like, of course you hire Cad Bane. He's the guy at this point. And well, I think like a lot of the time bounty hunters have kind of a like silly pirate vibe almost of like comic relief. But like, yes, they're bad guys, but also like like Bosk and and uh, Lots Razi and them like they're fun. But Cad yeah, they've Bane... usually got a gimmick and Cad Bane does also have a gimmick, but it's a gimmick that we see, not one that he sees. Yeah. But also like when Cad Bane is like he can he's, I think, like the only one. Oh, my God. Who's the other guy? The other guy that I feel like is Cad Bane, but isn't Cad Bane. Hondo. Hondo. Like Cad Bane. Hondo is like funny and lighthearted and has his moments. Cad Bane is like. He, he he hondo doesn't get scary like how cad bane gets scary does that make sense yeah they they nerfed hondo pretty even though he gets some like bad guy moments he's still comedy um and cad bane has remained pretty like consistently like this guy's bad news since his first appearance in season one all the way through his last appearance which we saw was him the obi-wan deception arc where he, he had that elaborate plan to kidnap the chancellor that basically would have worked if he hadn't hired an undercover jedi the only reason they were they were foiling that plan is that they were getting all the information on it from the inside and it's so fun to see him because he does like he gets hauled off to prison we don't see him for the rest of the war he would have shown up in some episodes that didn't get produced but it's great to see him new outfit still same droid same hat he's and such still a effective i love that yeah. excellent and for the first time, they go full Western on the score, which they had sort of restrained themselves from doing, even though Cad Bane has always been an explicit Clint Eastwood reference. Like he's the he's the man with no name. There's actually a I, I don't know if I have my Clone Wars DVDs with me. They did a poster when Cad Bane was going to be heavily featured in Clone Wars season two of the good, the bad and the ugly with Anakin, Ahsoka and Cad Bane. And it's really cool. It's a little piece of art that was exclusive to that. And so that has always like stuck in my head with Cad Bane to even more westernize him. So I love the music and the and the classic draw. He's just so cool. And I feel like people will be like, oh, oh, you know, the Jedi are space cowboys like the you know, whatever. It's just it's just a space western. But like now the Jedi (laughs) are space samurai. Yeah, yes. First of all, absolutely. But also, Cad Bane just, like, is a cowboy. Yeah, I mean, he's a hired gun from the Old West. He's exactly that, and he's he's as effective as though, like, these are mostly fictional. Like, it's, it's from Western movies rather than history, but he's definitely aping those very intimidating characters. I also like that he, like, he effortlessly outcools Hunter who is the generally the most badass and competent person on the show. And Hunter is completely outclassed. Although I do like one detail. If you slow down the draw, Hunter outdraws him. He reaches for his gun first, but Bane gets the shot off. So that's why Hunter misses, because he's already being hit. His shot goes wild, hits Toto in the foot, which uh, got to feel bad for the droid. But uh, and then but Toto I, uses that foot to defend himself or to, to he does. Uh, like he bonks Omega with it. Love it. I love it. I yeah, love Toto. I love that Cad Bane has a silly little droid like that's that's pure Star Wars. Coolest character on the screen. Awesome. Badass. He's just got a little guy who, who he, 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 he just trails after him. 
Also, Cad Bane says little lady again. People were horny for that on Twitter. Uh, not horny Twitter. Um, I, <laughs> before we keep going, I just want to mention again another excellent wrecker moment in the beginning i just feel yeah. like i got him point trolling these out. omega him trolling omega was so funny where she's like oh like there's gonna be a fucking bomb and he's like psych it's a smoke bomb you think i'd like you fucking practice with a live uh what is it what is it what's the ammo yeah is it just live ammo no it's a bomb like it's a yeah but like he he yeah he wasn't I letting mean, her disarm smoke bomb that she thought was like a thermal detonator yeah well and i I also like this so we had that early on where wrecker doesn't didn't always recognize that omega was just a kid not a, a fellow young soldier but he she's gained their respect and he knows how to treat her right so he's now arrived at the perfect pinnacle of hazing a child like he, he's honestly like killing it at being the big brother like he is just like he's doing such a good job i love him yeah, and he's now got the chip out of his head. Everything's coming up wrecker. Although he did get bought, he did get bounced around on that speeder like the whole episode and then fall off a star destroyer. Sometimes you gotta get got. I liked um, the also, so Crosshair shows up and immediately ups the competency of everyone that's been chasing them. Not just I like that they're really emphasizing that not just is he good at his job, but he knows exactly what they're gonna do because he used to do it with them. No, they don't I, have any new plans. I loved watching this and like knowing in the back of my head, they were like, they hacked into the comms. And I was like, yeah, LOL. Okay. I was like, they he definitely is going to catch you. There's no way. Um, yeah, he shows up with two squads immediately. Yeah. I. So the, I've been paying attention a lot to the crosshair stuff this season or this time watching through. And I think it's interesting that. So we the Bad Batch earlier talked about they're going to have to go get him. They wanted to attempt a rescue, but he found them first. So the way they interact in on the field of battle, I think, is really interesting where. They don't really make an attempt like he they they well, they so they tell him about the inhibitor chip. But other than that, they have to treat him as an enemy. And I and then Crosshair, to his part, threatens Omega It's like aim for the kid. So I think that's a really interesting shift in in how now that Crosshair is not just gunning for them, he's explicitly gunning for Omega. It's an it's, it's just right up is well, what it just, is. It is fucked up. But Crosshair's a dickhead. And and he's presumably still being influenced by the inhibitor chip. I Although think- they're again, they're they're very the chips functions once you do order 66 are unclear whether it it just whether it makes you more loyal or whether it makes you more of an imperialist like i don't it's not really clear even though it's it's said it's working in him how much is just this is crosshair versus how much is this is the chip because crosshair is the only one we really see we've seen so far that is a clone who retains his personality but is still has has the chip fully activated I think this is the episode that, like, I like Crosshair. I didn't really <laughs> like him before. I was not a huge fan. But watching this, I'm like, yes, I get that he's working for the bad guys, but damn it. Damn it. He it was, got well, me. It was he's fun. so cool. It was fun to see his, like, sniper vision again and the the same noises. It was, it was fun to see him back in action because he does, he gets sidelined 
when when shit's not going down if it's just a like the bad batch does a mi- mission episode you can't have crosshair there because he fucks too much shit up but so that when he does show up i i he's he's making the most of his screen time um and then he gets barbecued oh my god oh but also maybe he'll have like a sexy scar so looking forward to that <laughs> um eyes peeled yeah, he, stay he, tuned yeah, I love well, and I love that like he he does get let they outwit him, but he also gets kind of let down by his own team and his own plan. Um. Also, one thing I did really enjoy in this episode was the helmet cam view that basically ends the episode after Hunter gets shot and you see them pick him up and carry him on the ship. And it's like a long POV shot from Hunter's point of view from inside the helmet. Very good for like keeping the stress high after Omega's just been kidnapped. Well, and also with the, they also did a really great job with the audio for that. We hear, I think we might hear ringing, but what I noticed was they kept getting like louder and then quieter and they'd feel kind of far away, even though I could see Wreckers talking like right in front. So that was very cool. And like setting the vibe of like, oh, man's is, like, going in and out. Like, this is not good. And, like, yeah, we know Hunter's alive, but it was very, like... Yeah, he got... Is he? he? Wrecker's been shot most in the chest, but clearly, like, glancing blows mostly in the shoulder. Cad Bane got him square. Like, the armor's good, but that's gonna hurt. Yeah, this this episode, that the end of this episode was very fucking stressful um, yeah this is why we split it up the way we did so that you would have to wait <laughs> to see the cliffhanger of omega getting kidnapped resolved yeah i mean i looked I, it up because i swear there was a break but we only had to wait a week till the next episode so i trust in my men so i'm not too <laughs> in my in my boys so i feel very like confident that it'll be okay but doesn't change the fact that it's stressful. Well, and we did actually, I forgot about this. We learned that the Kaminoans hired all the bounty hunters, which we didn't know up to this point. Yes, that's We didn't true. know specifically if if somebody else was looking for them. And if... if Did we learn? Wait, hold on. Uh, Lama Su, the prime minister, told Nalase he was getting an upgrade and making sure that, that Omega was recovered right. alive off Braca, right. even though Rampart said, kill them all. Right. is that that's so, in the, like like that's like the first scene yeah so it's i, I mean it's it, yes it, i don't know if it's entirely nine a hundred percent confirmed but it makes perfect sense with everything that's been shown so far that their first bounty hunter didn't work okay let's get the best guy yeah he'll he'll get us omega i think overall i don't have like too much to say about all of these episodes Put to, I think all of these episodes were really cool because we've gotten so many awesome cameos as well as the return of Crosshair, even though he didn't really go away. But, you know, um, I'm like so excited to see where this goes next. I feel like this has been building in a really interesting way. And I think also I really like that the story I'm enjoying because a lot of the time, I guess, yes, we did start having Clone Wars arcs. But for yeah, a while, but, this is, but even then, it's like this is the first linear story that we've been throwing at you in yeah, TV form. I'm really enjoying that. Like this leads to that, which leads to this, which leads to that, which be- then because that happened, it leads to this, which is like a better, uh, more interesting like method of storytelling. Um, not more yeah. interesting, like not that Clone Wars isn't great, but Clone Wars episodes, like even when 
each all the episodes like go together a lot of the times they're like completely separate also does that make sense they make you well they make you wait a really long time for payoff on stuff there's like seasons between mandalore episodes even though they leave it super hanging but i agree with you it's it's interesting too to think so star wars rebels which came out before this but is set after this was the first time they did that in animation they did a, a linear series and you can i can definitely tell that like Rebels is going to feel a little bit more Clone Warsy, episodic, that is to say, even though it's telling a, a story throughout all its seasons that isn't just like jumping between characters. But by Bad Batch, they got this shit down. They are they've got a tight cast. They're not expanding it really. They're they're relying on existing characters to come in as cameos because they know they don't really have to establish them. They're they they're they're trusting in us to have either seen the episodes to understand who they are. Or to just understand that that's their role in the story. Like, if you don't know who Trace and Rafa are, they are just two women fighting the Empire, and this the episode does establish that. So I th- I'm 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 with you. I think I think this shit is 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 good the way that they've got the story going uh, so far. And well, the thing too I then I th- appreciate about Bad Batch is it it, it is I think I mean maybe like. Personally, I feel like it is intended for an older audience. Um, it almost feels like, you know, kind of Wyatt, like you grew up with Clone Wars. Yeah. And they know that. They know that a lot of their people grew up with Clone Wars and now they're adults. It's definitely, um, if Clone Wars was for the like 10 to 14 range, Clone Wars is, or a Bad Batch is more for the like 14 to 18 range. Yes. Um, yes. They're not, it's, and because it's not on a broadcast channel, a kids broadcast channel. Not to say that they're just like out here showing gore and swearing and having no, no, sex, no. but like they're they're I, I see what you mean in terms of the way that they're telling the story. They're not doing as much sort of like we have to explain this storytelling. Yes. They're trusting that their readers will under or their watchers <laughs> will understand their viewers, that their viewers will viewers know. like you. Thank you. That, that their viewers will understand what's going on. I feel like with Clone Wars, you know, and knowing that like, oh, these are children. We have to like spell everything. Well, out and Clone for you. Wars was also then would have to do the recap and would sort of yeah. have to re rethink redo things at the beginning of every episode. Whereas with these, we had the two episodes on Braca that were like the 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 was it reunion just picks up with that uh fake detonator scene, no exposition as to why they're there, no like no prior explanation you are you are expected to have seen the last episode and then it will make sense yeah so it's good i don't have anything else really to say i just want to hang up so i can go watch episode nine (laughs) (laughs) just like get get that out of the way get the cliffhanger yeah so uh before andy uh escapes the podcast studio that we're (laughs) all in obviously to go record the uh or to go watch the next bad batch episode i'm actually what? gonna record bad batch me <laughs> what are what, yeah. what's up for next time calvin so next week on first steps of star wars podcast we are watching the next four episodes of the bad batch episodes nine through twelve of season one. Oh <clears throat> yeah i've remembered what they are this yeah. is the good shit We've, yeah this is gonna be a very good group of episodes gonna be so we got bounty lost common ground devil's deal and then rescue on Ryloth. Wait, Ryloth. 
Hold on. I got to make a live Andy reaction <laughs> meme like this live slug reaction meme. Yeah. With the uh, with that photo of Andy being really stressed from when we watched Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. I love that picture. It's I really love that funny. Picture. It's, it's so funny. I'm like stretching my that eyes. That is like, out. yeah, that is what me and Calvin waited like the whole year for. <laughs> this is why we watch it in person together. I'll, I'll yep. watch the, that video sometimes of me flipping out, and I'm like, dang, that's such a that's such a silly reaction. You, I, I have. was like, you left our house. Uh, and I was like genuinely worried about. I'm like, is I was Andy like, like fucking pissed? No, I was not. I was I was literally so shocked. I we don't need to go. We don't need to go. Yeah, into I, know. I yeah. was. I lost. I lost. I was. I I was stressed. <laughs> I was stressing. But yeah, no. These are these are these are this is a, some good shit coming up in these episodes. I'm excited for you. Yeah. To see All right. So until next time, Swag. may the force be with you. Swag. Thank you guys for listening to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast. You can find us on Facebook at First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, on Twitter at First Steps SW, and on Instagram at First Steps Star Wars. You can stream us on any of the major podcast handles, and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>